This is Stats Reggie Johnson, UG Morgan, coming to you from the lovely city of Atlanta. Free Bijan, man. Free Bijan. Like, let, let, <laughs> let him go. Let him go. Because Bijan at this point, bro, and, and, and let, me, let me tell you something. Full disclosure here. Because I know Arthur Smith doesn't care about my fantasy team. I know he doesn't. And I, I get it. I don't want, necessarily want you to care about my fantasy team, but I want mm-hmm. you to care about the team, the team in general. And when the you team. look at Bijan here at 103 rushing attempts, uh. 517 yards, and this is going into week 10. We're recording this prior to week 10, so this is going into week 10. Mm-hmm. Um, 517 on the yards, five, five yards per attempt, one touchdown, okay? And that's the part I hate. We drafted a guy eighth to give him 103 attempts through nine games. So let's go through – let's go to Tyler Algier here. Let me go here to this. Let's go to Tyler. And Tyler – and let's let's go full screen for the people here, so so they can so they can see this. So we'll go back to Bijan real quick. Mm-hmm. Should Bijan stats here? Nine games, one hundred three, five seventeen, and let's go down. Let's scroll down here a little bit. When you look through his games, the highest amount he had nineteen attempts in in one game, and he got one hundred and twenty four yards. Why why are we not handing the guy the ball? Why are we not handing the guy the ball, man? Let's go to Tyler. Now, Tyler Algier, I like. I like love, having a two-headed situation, man, because Tyler is a great running back. He had over 1,000 yards for us last year. Through this year, he's got 116 rushing attempts, more rushes than Bijan, and this may just be due to the fact that we didn't get Bijan the ball at all during the headache game, which is controversial down here. We ran in for about three or four plays there. But 116 rushes for Tyler. Uh, 371 yards total and about 3.2 yards per attempt and has three, three times the rushing touchdowns that Bijan gets. That's probably because Bijan's running on and off the field every other play. Um, <laughs> I'm not bitter about that though, man. Let's go to uh, Kyle Pitts here. <laughs> now Kyle Pitts, this is interesting, right? Because Kyle comes, comes into the league and he gets, he wasn't like a touchdown scoring machine. But he was getting a lot of yards when he first came into the league. He got over a thousand in that rookie campaign. This year he's nine games in. And uh let's see. Actually, no, I'm sorry. This is his third year. 2021 was the year. Let's scroll down here and look at a couple of things. Get ready to adverts. Let's um so 2021, he had a thousand yards, 68 receptions, took a step back, 356 yards. But he well, started seven less games. Year. Yeah, injury last Seven year. less games for that. So through nine games this year, he has 389 yards on 32 receptions. Now, this is not exactly setting the world on fire here, man. Let's look at his per game here. Let's go look at the games. Um, four, so five targets. So he had one game with double-digit targets. One right, game. right. His next largest game is nine targets. The guy is, is just not being utilized, in my opinion. Uh, multiple multiple games where he's under even six targets, right? Under six targets for multiple games. So I don't know, man. I don't know about that. It, it's I don't want to say the jury's still out because we have there are skill players. I really believe in them, and I don't think the jury's out. It's it's when you're a fan. It's not like I don't recognize how unreasonable fans can be right 
right. can be unreasonable. Fans can be unreasonable. We can ask for all kinds of stuff. Let's go look at Drake London here. Yeah, look quick. at we can Drake ask for all London. kinds That's of stuff. The, you get there, uh, Drake's got 438 yards, 37 receptions, two touchdowns this year. So you have Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and B. John Robinson with four touchdowns total. Mm-hmm. All drafted in the top 10, I want to say. All drafted, um, yes. Let's look here. One game, just like Pitts, one game of double digit. And he had 125 yards that game. Like the, the games where these guys are being utilized, they're making a difference, right? And as much yes. as I love Tyler, Tyler wasn't drafted eighth overall. No. We drafted so and and, and it's no knock on Tyler, because if we had not drafted Bijan, like wh- why just why draft the guy? Why draft the guy at all? We didn't need right. to draft him. And if we're not, if we're not going to use them, and it's that's the biggest situation, that's the biggest problem I have is why did we even get the guy? Like if we weren't going to use them, or if we decided, hey, we just want to go with other players, we want to give other players a shot, I'm fine with that. Eugene, like, does that make sense? Yeah, right. It, it would if Algier was just killing it. Like if Algier was just, you know, carrying the rock for like five, six, you know, yards of carry, then you're going to be like, fine, and you could you could justify that, but. He's not Kyle Pitts. It's it's like he's there. And then you want to it's it's it. It's just so frustrating watching this team day in and day out on Sunday. Do you think at some point here is going to be time for a a change? And and when does that point come? Because I'm not. As much as I do want to get on Arthur Smith, when you're watching your tight end run onto the field and watching B. John run off, and your backup <laughs> tight ends running onto the field, doing doing a jet sweep, touchdown, jet sweep. Yeah, by the way. yeah, yeah. That's what we're running with 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 our with our backup tight end, who's who's been like the star of the show, man. Like, uh, let's let's shout out to uh, Johnu Smith, by the way. Like, who's really kind of showed good. up here. He's the Kyle great. So we might as well have drafted him, and and at this yeah. point, right? Because Jadu Smith seems to be the star of the team right now. Um, yeah. I don't know how that happened. Though. <laughs> I don't either. So I was thinking about this today, and this is my this is my great analogy for the Falcons. Is I was thinking about what what does the Falcons remind me? The Falcons remind me of all four of the Matrix movies. It's like you know when you watch the Matrix, the first Matrix movie, you're like, oh my god, this is awesome, right? This is great. The second one comes out. So you're in your second quarter of, of watching the Falcons. It's like, okay, that was all right. You know, and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah maybe the third one will be better. Yeah, we're going third quarter, right? And then you're like, oh, this was not, this was not good. And then you wait 20 years for the fourth one to come out. And I think this is where your Algier comment comments in. It's like, wait a minute, we're going to have that guy play Mr. Smith. Lawrence Fishburne couldn't be involved in this movie. We couldn't throw money at him. Oh, we're going to put Algier in. We're going to put the backup tight end. So it, that's what it feels like when I'm watching the Falcons. It's like it progressively gets worse through quarters. Like the first quarter, like I'm in. Same for the first major movie. Like in. The second one's like, okay, I'm still in. But uh, what changed? Why didn't we do some, some things in the first quarter? Then we go to halftime and come out and it's like, we we completely abandon what we you know we just I, we're not doing like those those changes at halftime we're not recognizing those changes and and you you make up a great point 
is that a coaching thing? Because we see great coaches that do that, right? Who go, okay, first quarter, we're great. Second quarter, we limp along, but we get to halftime. Then, okay, halftime, we need to make those changes. And that's the thing that frustrates me with the Falcons is like, I don't think we're making those, those changes at halftime. We're not making those 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 commitments to, you know, to diff, different things to try something else. It's like, okay, look, we, we fooled you with the backup tight end and in, in that second and the third quarter. But now it's time the third and fourth quarter. We need to bring the stars in. We need to bring Bijan in. We need to bring confidence in. We need that's the time you bring in those those stars. Like you can get away with you know, the you know the Algiers, your backup tight end, those first second quarters. But third and fourth quarter, that's that's your superstar quarters, right? That's where you want your stars to be to 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 win the ball game for you. I mean, right. I mean, if I'm wrong, tell me wrong, but that that's where I think those where you want to see those guys. And that's where, I, that's why you, you draft them high to come in those quarters and, and, and be those, be those, be those stars and the, and those, at those points. Right. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's the biggest issue that I, that I, the biggest issue that I have with this whole situation here is that uh, we, dra- why draft the guys at all? Like it what's the point. And yeah. drafting a guy all together, if you're just not going to use him, if you're just not going to hand the ball off to him, if you're just going to, and, and there's something to be said too for getting kind of uh, warmed up in the game to a certain degree, right? Like this guy's going out there for 12, 13 times a game, 14 times a game. Maybe he gets the, maybe he gets the rock. You know, now there's no, and I understand there's no such thing as kind of like the bell cow running back. There aren't really a lot of those in the leagues anymore. There's a lot of running back by committees. Um, mm-hmm. but what's wrong with giving the guy 20 touches, you know, run right. out, you're out there 10, 11 times himself, give him yeah. 10, 11 touches yeah. out there. But the, the split right now is, is very close to 50, 50, um, right. with Algier right now, just out touching, uh, out touching B John by about 17, 16, 17 carries for the season. Yeah. I don't know B. if this is what you expected coming in. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. What's wrong. We're giving the kid 20, 25 carries. Let's just go ahead and get him out here and let's just mm-hmm. see what happens. Um, coming into the year, do you think if we felt, uh, and I definitely know from a fan base standpoint, if we felt that the guy was only going to uh, have one touchdown through nine games, is that something that you spend a number eight overall pick on? No. I mean, just at I the mean, running back position of all at positions. The running back position. This is what you watch what he did. And that's the thing you and I talked about before. It's like the great thing about him was not only could he run the ball, but he can catch the ball too. He can catch the ball in the backfield and make things happen. So if he's not going to run the ball, it's like he's going to be able to catch the ball. And it's like they're not even utilizing that thing with him. It's like you you have you have two avenues with this guy. You can run him or, you know, if they have eight guys stacked in the box, put him in the, put him in the slot. He can, or put him on his flat and throw the ball to him. He can, the guy can make things happen, and that, and that's the thing. And I know you're frustrated because you you haven't dropped them on so many fantasy teams. But I, I went all in on my guy, man, I'm a homer, and, 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 it, and, and I, it's cost and I me my you. fantasy year. And I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you because I was like, this is a no brainer. Because I mean, because he can he can hit hurt you in so many ways, but we're not utilizing him in those ways. Like we're we like we we have glimpses where we do that, and for whatever reason, it's like we don't expose it. 
it's it's like you have that moment where you go, oh, he can do these things. We can see it. Now we should exploit it. Exploit it until the the opposite team figures it out. Then we can just, you know, then we then we counter and then we try something different. But it's like they're not even countering. They're like, oh, we're going to stop before they even try. It's like, well, at least let them counter to see if they can, you know, figure it out. If you can, you know, stop in the run or stop those passes, we're not even we're not even giving Bijan that opportunity to or or an opposite team to figure those things out, and that's the that's the frustrating thing when watching watching this this team play. So let's bring up one more stat here, and let's go ahead and share this tab with the people, and let's go ahead and go full screen with that, and that is Arthur Smith's coaching record. So let's pull this up here, full screen layout. <laughs> Now, I'm not one to call for a guy's job. This, this usually this early, but he has been here three years. Okay, yeah. Um, at this particular point, he is 18 and 25. Mm-hmm. Seven and ten, seven and ten, and wouldn't surprise me if we went seven and ten again this year. I mean, that, that wouldn't right. be crazy to me if that if that was that. That's not like out of the realm of possibility. No. Um, at what point here, Eugene? Do we? At what point do we move on, man? What? At what point do we do we say thank you for your service, Mister Smith? But this just is not working out. This year, at what point do we move on, man? This year, I mean, wh- I mean, if you if you're coaching, you have like as strength of schedule. The Falcons have like are have the least, you know, has the least strength of schedule. Means we. Means we are playing the weakest teams in the NFL this year. Week period. Bar no full stop. So if you cannot win in a division that has Bryce Young, who that that team just looks abysmal because they have no offensive line, they have no receivers, they have I mean they have Miles Sanders as a running back. You have Tampa Bay who has Baker Mayfield Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback. Then you have Josh um, washed um uh you know Derek Carr, Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr. I mean, what are we doing? I, this should be our division to win. I mean, you spent you spent good money on your, de- on your defense. And and then you can't even you can't even keep the offensive on the on the on the field long enough. Good defensive break. You know, it's like it's like uh, I I I was watching the Red Zone on Sunday and it was like it was like a split second that that uh, Minnesota had the ball back. It was like, what? What just happened? Because there was another interception, another turnover by the offense. It's like, it's like, how can you expect this defense even to hold the hold the fort down when you can run your offense efficiently? So, I don't know. Man. If you can't win this division, if you can't, if here's the thing, if you can't get to the wild card in this weak NFC division, then. <laughs> Right, I mean, look at the look at the vision. I mean, it's a clear drop off between Philly, the Niners, and that's right. I mean, Dallas. If you want to make that argument, sure, go ahead. Um, yeah, Detroit, it's the have and have nots, and the haves are a few, four or five right. teams in there in the haves, and it's the rest of us right <laughs> down here looking up at them, hoping that maybe one day we'll be there. Maybe maybe right. one day we'll have a team like the Eagles and we'll be able to fly like an Eagle one day, man. And, and when I look at what's going on here with us, it's just not making any sense. And, and another thing too is 
when and and I I hate to say it like this because I do like the kid Dobbs. What an amazing job! What an amazing, amazing story, story right? Is. Amazing story. Amazing story. Comes over yes. from Carolina is, is there. I don't even think the kid was unpacked yet. I don't think he had unpacked his bags before he came over here and gave us thirty. Um, we're just not a good football team, giving up that amount of points to a guy who's been there like four days. Right. I don't even think he knows his teammates' names. Didn't man. know teammates' names. Didn't runs know out here playbook. and gives us thirty. Right. Learning, <laughs> learning the playbook on the sidelines. Now, Josh Dobbs, he's a professional. I mean, God, like you said, we love the story, but amazing. That's story. a team we should be beating the, the pants off of. I think if you're a contender, you beat those kinds of teams. When we, and right. those are the kind of W's that when you look at throughout the year, that better teams just have those W's. In it. And I get it. It's any given Sunday and anything can happen. But there is just on championship runs. When you go back and you look at some of the, the teams throughout history that were consistently great. I mean, you do have some that were wild card teams that came on late during the year. And I do get it. But at the same time, there's no way that when you think about some of the great Brady teams and Belichick teams. You think about some of the great, even when uh, Dungy was there with Peyton Manning and all those teams. You think about the great teams of the past, you know, mm -hmm. decade mm -hmm. or so, and you think there's no way they would. Do you feel like Dobbs would have been there in Minnesota for like an hour and a half and beat the Eagles, beat the 49ers, beat some of these other teams? It just doesn't seem like it. That would have happened. You know what I mean? But here in Atlanta, it definitely happened, and it happened here in Atlanta. Let's let's talk about that as well. Right. He beat us here. He beat us. That wasn't like a home game for him. He came here. I don't even know if Minnesota is a home game for him. He's only been there four days. So it's <laughs> not, it's all new to him. And the guy comes in and beats us down. So let's just say I was a little upset about that. You know, um, and I'm really hoping that the second half of this season, we show something here, Eugene, because it's going to be hard to for – it's going to be hard to cape for Arthur Smith coming back after a year like this, if it's another seven and 10 year, what are your thoughts on that before we get out of here? No, I, I mean, I was wanting to get your thoughts. I, 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 I'm right there with you. I mean, what do you, I mean, if we go seven and 10 again, and no way, bro, he's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. Got to go. Cause I feel like there are better coaches who have gone for about that. <laughs> I mean, you would have gotten three seasons and it would have been three seasons of sub mediocrity. How do you stick around and look around at the league and not feel like you can do better? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping it doesn't come to that. I'm hoping that somehow miraculously we rip off another eight, nine wins in a row. And now we're having a whole total different conversation. I just don't know. And I'm hoping that Bijan can get used before my fantasy hopes are dashed. But I really feel like I have two to three more weeks here before I got to really throw in the towel. So I'm hoping that we get some more Bijan uses and not just Bijan uses, just get some more Kyle Pitts and Drake London uses across the board. Like, let's just utilize our skill players um, yeah. a little bit better. And I feel like yeah. if nothing else, that'll take some heat off of you. If you get those guys up and going, no matter what your record is, maybe that takes some heat off of them. Um, but I don't think that he's dealing with anything that's unusual for a head coach in the NFL. You had three years and it's seven and 10, seven and 10. And this year is looking suboptimal at, at this point, at least from the teams that we've lost to. So I'm hoping things get better, but I don't know. It's just a stats. Reggie Johnson, Eugene Morgan. Check us out. Stitcher, Art Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast, TikTok and YouTube as well. See you next time, ladies and gents. <laughs>